Welcome to DreamX Trash Podcast. Hey, I'm Oscar, co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living and working in Japan with dreams of being more than an unknown writer. And I'm Jason, fellow co-host of Dreams X Trash, Kenyan living in Japan and tech and art enthusiast. And Jason, what do we do here? Well, Dreams X Trash is a podcast hosted by us, two Kenyans living in Japan. We have lived in Japan for a combined period of six years, six years, and English Jesus. teachers. Jesus is right. The conversations are a parasocial look at Japanese, Kenyan culture, society, history, philosophy, and a lot of bullshit that swirls around in our lives. I agree with that. And these conversations are a journey of us attempting to make sense of our lives, the world around us, and us trying to make something of what little knowledge we have. And we do have very little knowledge. And that journey starts right now. Jason, how did the holidays treat you? I uh, well, the holidays have been fun, been really fun. How about you? My holidays were amazing. Uh, I took the family out to Shiga to look at to see and try and swim in Lake Biwako, but we didn't get to swim because of the rains. But I mean, it was just nice to be out of Osaka for a while. That's the whole point of a holiday, right? Yep, yep, yep. You know, you come back from the holidays and you feel refreshed. You feel ready to take on the another another month of work. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. That sounds really nice. As for me, just been chilling around Oita. My partner was around, and we were just like going and seeing stuff. Uh, That's true. I've, I've never always wanted to ask you. Why do you say partner? Why don't you say your girlfriend? Yeah, girlfriend, partner. You know, because we might get married. Hopefully, if things work out. And then she'll be your wife. She will be my. Will wife. you still call her your, your partner? Will you still call my, her my partner? My one I don't and know. only. <laughs> my moon and stars yeah no i don't mind the word girlfriend uh <laughs> so yeah my girlfriend came around and uh yeah we just went and were like because of the rains we had a lot more plans but like the rains had limited us to how far we could go yep, yep, airlines air, air, airplanes were cancelled trains were cancelled and delayed some of them suspend some train lines were suspended so it was just like yeah, we we chose not to go to go too far. We couldn't go too far anyway. So yeah, yeah, just chilling around, like you said. Just but just being away from work and being on holiday mode is just nice, so you can de-stress. Yeah, exactly, 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 man. It was well deserved. It was well deserved, especially after summer school. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is what it is. I'm glad to be back in Osaka. I'm glad to be back at work. Back to regular living, you know, those holidays are only fun because you get them once in a while. If you had them all the time, it wouldn't be as fun in, anymore, you know? Mm. Yeah, so we'll have the next holiday coming up soon and then we'll enjoy that one as well, God willing. Mm, mm. Yep, yep, yep. And. Hey, so, uh-huh. Yeah, so moving from last week, last week we were talking about bad breath. What are we talking about this week? Uh, so before we talk, go into this week, we had a challenge for the last episode, which was like, write down something you're grateful for every day. <laughs> and Jason, did you participate in this challenge? No, not really. No. I did. I did. I did write down for I think how many days, three, four oh. days. 
Uh-huh. But the minute the holiday started, I had completely, I'll be honest, I had completely forgotten about it. So I I was doing it every day. I was posting pictures of what I did on Instagram every day. The only day I didn't do it was on the last day of the vacation. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I was writing three things every day uh-huh, until uh-huh. the last day of the vacation. I just forgot about it on the last day because we were, you know, the, the hustle and bustle of leaving, leaving the hotel, checking out, driving back to the city, you know. Uh-huh. So I just forgot about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And any the other challenge that you had for yourself or other that you wanted us to try as well was to watch your words. Did you try to do that? Oh, yeah. Whenever you're around your girlfriend, anyone in an intimate relationship, whenever you're around your significant other, I think you automatically start watching your words a little bit more. <laughs> I, am I wrong? I will say it was def- in my case that was definitely the case in the beginning. But as as time moves on, you just become more and more yourself. You. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. The filter. You know, I'm not really sure, but someone might argue like maybe the filter. You just get used to the filter. Some things that you know, you just like. Okay, I don't want to say this around my wife because I'll just piss her off and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. But I feel like in the beginning of a relationship, you try to put up to put up the best image of yourself, right? Your best foot forward constantly, right? Mm, mm, that's true. And after after the reason why people get tired of relationships is because one party gets tired of doing that, right? Mm. It's exhausting to always try to be your best. It's actually exhausting. Mm. It's mentally draining. So after a while so you get tired of doing that and maybe your significant other feels like you're not trying hard enough anymore you know you get tired of doing that and she feels that you're not giving her the attention or the you know the love that she deserves the affection she deserves mm-hmm. or no it's a man he, he deserves whatever mm-hmm. but eventually yeah eventually it's going to man the charade will, will, will wash away man all those charades man it's going to come to an end it has to come to an end it always comes to an end it always but so the thing is maybe watching your words i don't think it would be really necessary to be for a significant other it would just be for yourself and that's why i was thinking about watching the words i speak to myself in my own head because that's where i have a problem yeah i guess i guess it's it, you're right it's more than just like the words that you speak to other people it's also the words that you speak to yourself exactly exactly and those are some of the the most potentially inspiring or the most harmful words right yes 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 uh, so like talking about gratitude right uh, when i first started out this job i was very happy about it and then after a while i started to get salty and a bit resentful right just because like teaching kids can be a bit exhausting right especially especially if you're not like if you don't have a true passion for it right exactly exactly and the content that you teach can be a bit boring However, when I came to Osaka, I realized that everyone who's teaching around me seems to be really good at this job, right? Uh-huh. Like they were, they're like miles and miles ahead of everyone that I was teaching with back in Saga, you know? They're, everyone is so, so good. And I kept wondering why, why, why does everyone, why is everyone here teaching so well? And uh-huh. I came to realize because everyone here loves this job. And maybe, maybe not everyone here is passionate about teaching, but everyone here has decided to be grateful for the job that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious in the way they work, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So I decided to take that same energy with me when I go to class. You know what? It's not about the class. It's not about the kids. It's about me. It's about me. And I'm going to have a good day today. Yeah. And of course, sometimes you have that one kid or that class that makes things challenging. Not hard. Not necessarily difficult, but challenging. But you have to try to keep put your best foot forward. Because at the end of the day, if you let that kid ruin your day, you're going to carry that energy home, Jason. Yep, 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 yep. The idea is to just not let those things get to you. Exactly. So the goal is to have a good day. That's my goal. That's my goal every day. I'm going to have a good day today. No, f- fuck everyone else. Fuck you guys. I'm going to have a good day today. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? Mm-hmm. I wanted to say that I agree with what you're saying. I think it's part of the whole routine once you start entering a routine with whatever job that you have if you if you don't pay attention i think you start to you start to question a lot of things and if you don't have a passion for what you're doing because usually that's when the purpose of whatever you're doing is supposed to like uh, remind you of why you're there you know but for teaching english i think you and i it's like we we like it but we don't love it you know so it was very easy for us to stop romanticizing that like oh we're teaching kids it's so much fun type thing that romanticism like it sort of passed we were done with that honeymoon phase now what is left you know so it was a lot harder so when it comes to watching what you say i think it's 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 so much easier to like it's it's so much easier to like start doing things and saying things to yourself that are just generally like bad for you you know especially if you if 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 you're not careful about what kind of environment or what kind of media or ideas you're consuming mm, mm. and it's funny because you would think that you know in a world like this where the world can be cruel and dark and stuff like that and bad things can happen to you at any one moment you think at the very least uh, uh, you think at the very least like your mind your your very own mind you should be able to be kind to yourself right like you can't control the world and you can't control what the world does to you but at the very least as a human being you should have the right to to be kind to yourself that's a yeah, very yeah, basic yes, sort of yes, like yes, right yes uh-huh. A horror movie can be happening around you, but in your mind, it doesn't have to be a horror movie. It could be a comedy. True. It could be an True. action film or adventure film. Uh-huh. The minute you lose that shit, it's like life looks rough, man. Life does look rough. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, like the narratives we tell ourselves that maybe it's what build it's what builds us or destroys us. Definitely, and I've had days whereby, if someone were to look at my life, they would say everything seems perfect here. Every, everything is perfect not it's, everything, everything is, is perfect. perfect yeah yeah but then the narrative in my head is telling is a whole different story like if that person who's looking at my life from the outside and saying things are perfect if they were to spend an hour in my head they will feel like jesus christ what's happening here you know <laughs> this is horrible this is a horrible place to be uh. yeah and i don't want and i did realize the reason why number one i was very negative to begin with was number one i was lacking sleep like since we started off with the first challenge, like watch watch how much you sleep, get at least seven hours of sleep. I've actually been trying to maintain that. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed how much better I feel every day. 
which with each passing week i definitely feel better definitely much better than i felt a month or two months ago it's right? like you're recovering from a disease man exactly like i'm recovering from a disease i swear to god actually and, during the holiday mm-hmm. i messed up my sleeping schedule again but i like the weeks leading up because i had to get a very good sleeping schedule because of summer school i was feeling so much more energetic so much more ready yes. to tackle yes. the day you know yes yes man you're right it's it's like we were sick we were sick and it, we were making ourselves sick by refusing to sleep yeah right mm. and now my head is in a much better place i feel more clear you know i don't have to to meditate on all the negativities around me you know you don't have I to can f- brush things off you don't have to fight with yourself just to wake up no no i don't have to i just wake up <laughs> you wake up peacefully you know yeah i wake up and I go to the gym <laughs> once you start waking up peacefully it's like you feel like what the fuck was i doing before you know yeah before exactly. i was like having an internal battle you know just <laughs> before the day is even started i'm fighting with myself you know <laughs> so it just felt horrible it, it felt it really did. bad it did it did yeah, but now i can say i'm getting i'm moving closer closer to that to that good place to that peaceful place and i, I guess i'm yeah. gonna keep up mm. keep up with the sleep number one sleep number okay sleep then gratitude right Mm. those are the two things because like this that challenge we had being grateful for something every day like no matter how boring seem things might seem when you write down that one thing you, you were grateful today it's like oh yeah by the way yeah my life is pretty decent you know mm, mm, mm. yeah it's a very good reminder yeah life very good is... like things are going well things are going well i'm not hungry i'm not poor you know i don't have any any disabilities my family is healthy. You know, there's corona right now. As far as I know, I've not got a corona. No one around me has got a corona. That's true. No one around yeah. me has got a corona too. Exactly. Can you believe can you believe that? It seems like when I turn on the news, everyone has corona, but I don't know a single person around me, even in Kenya, that have, that got corona. I know people who have been exposed to corona though. Yeah, I know people who have been exposed. I don't know people anyone who's been positive, who's tested positive. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So we're also lucky in that regard. Exactly. The poor around us are also safe. They're happy. At least they seem happy from where I'm standing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So? so? So, I mean, our lives are beautiful. We should be grateful. We should get some sleep. And today we're going to talk about something else that we should all try not to do. Lying. Don't lie. Jason, how often do you lie? I lie... At least now I've been watching it, but I live almost quite often. And it's, yes. I'd like to say most of them are like the small little lies, even the lies that we tell to ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. I'll do it, you know, I'll do it in one hour and stuff like that. Knowing very well yeah. in one hour, I'm probably going to be asleep, you know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I'd like to say I, I lie a lot. Yeah, like, I feel like, all my life I've been lying quite a lot. I remember a funny story. I don't know if I've told you this story before. When I was a kid, I I was I was turning seven. And I I wanted to have a birthday party, but I I my parents didn't make up didn't plan up a party for me. But I went to school and just told my friends that you know what, I'm gonna have a birthday party at this place. You know? Oh, you this, told me the story. Yeah? Did you say on the podcast? I don't know if you've told it on the podcast, but you've we've talked about this story for sure. 
yeah, you know, I'm just going to say it on the podcast in case I haven't said it. So I told my friends I'm going to have this birthday party at this location. And you know, being back in Kenya, it was when we were kids, we didn't have Google Maps. So I had to like draw a hand map, you know, like from the school to that location, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was bringing maps for all my friends to go there. And there was no birthday party, right? There was no party. So on the weekend, all my friends told their parents to take us to location A, to take them to location A for Oscar's birthday party. And when everyone got there, there was no Oscar. There was no birthday party. There was nothing. On Monday, we go back to school. <laughs> my friends tell me, Oscar, we went to that place and they told us there's no birthday party for someone called Oscar. <laughs> uh-huh. what, what did I say? I said, oh, we couldn't have it because my uncle died. <laughs> eh, okay. Eh, Oscar. Even at a young age, you're pulling off moves like that. Okay, okay. So everyone was so everyone was so apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. Everyone was so remorseful. Oh God, Oscar, I'm so the teacher was so nice. Oscar, you okay? I hope everything goes well. We'll flash forward a couple of days. My mother is coming to pick me up from school, and when she's pa- parking the car, to, so it was it was just like a drive through. You drive the car through. We would go into the car, and the parents drive out. But on this particular day, there was traffic for some reason at the, at the entrance of the school. And so as I enter the car, I can see my teacher walking towards the car. And I'm like, oh my God, I know exactly what she's going to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. so she comes up to the car and she says, knocks on the window and tells my mother, oh, mom, Oscar, Oscar's mom, I'm so sorry. I was sorry. My mom was like, sorry for what? I heard that Oscar's uncle died. He's <laughs> just like, what? What? <laughs> Bro, you're living in a sitcom. What? (laughs) Oh, my mother was so furious with me. My mother was so furious. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, man, I learned to lie at a young age. And it's funny. Funny enough, this morning I I, I came to realize my daughter daughter Uh is, I don't know, she's, I don't know if it's lying or she's just being cunning. She's one year and eight months, right? One year and eight months, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to give her breakfast. So she ate a bit and then after a while she said, no, no. Like she doesn't want to eat. So I ask her, why? And she closes her eyes and says, because I'm sleeping. Ah, no, she's just being funny. She's just being <laughs> funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> she's so serious, of course. She's not, she didn't say that in, the, they say that in those words. She was like baby talk. But she says, because why would you eat? Because I'm sleeping. Because I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's funny. And of course, yeah, that's, I don't think it's lying, you're right. Probably not. She's just being cunning, trying to be funny, whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, I have a similar story where it was, I think we were like nine or ten. It was me and my cousin and my mom were in Uchumi, Uchumi, which is a supermarket chain in Kenya, old supermarket chain. And it was pretty popular. And we were buying just grocery shopping, right? And we were very happy on that day because that was the day my mom. Uh, promised us she's gonna get us ps2 games and you know <laughs> playstation 2 games these were the chips the the copied games right yep 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 but they used to go for very very cheap yep so you used to get <laughs> like yeah but people who don't know like in kenya the ps2 the, the ps2 ha- games had a boom ps2 the ps2 era was a boom in video gaming in kenya you'd find a playstation 2 and and copied games almost everywhere and it would go for like so so cheap you could save up your money and buy these games you know and so we're super happy because we're gonna get lots of games that day you know like yeah so 
my cousin buys ice cream, right? Or at least he asked my mom, oh, you know, auntie, can we buy ice cream? He's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, I want ice cream too. And I was like, yeah, sure. Just go get your ice cream, right? And it's like, oh, it's really hot. I'm going to start eating my ice cream. And my cousin's like, yeah, let's eat our ice cream too, right? So we eat, we eat, we eat, eat, right? And then he doesn't throw... I realize, I noticed that he's done finished eating faster than me. And he doesn't throw the ice cream into the shopping cart, right? So that when you're checking out, they can just like scan it, right? He just throws it somewhere. And in that moment, I, I'm not stupid, right? I look and I go like, he hid it somewhere, right? Because there's no trash cans in around us. Like, I'm pretty sure there's yeah. no trash cans. So I noticed like, oh shit, he threw it somewhere. So I'm just like, I asked him, where did he throw it? He said, oh, I just put it around. I put it behind one of the cereal boxes. And I'm just like... That shouldn't be allowed, right? I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. But I'm just like, you know what? He's my older cousin. I, I, I'm just going to give this to him. And I'm going to like, let it go. I'm just going to like disconnect from the situation, you know? So I give it to him. <laughs> and go like, you know what? I don't know anything that happens. All I know is that I gave it to him, right? When we're leaving, a security, like the manager, like the actual like security manager walks up and goes like, do you know what your kids just did? And <laughs> my cousin pretends like he, he doesn't know what he's talking, like what, what the guy is saying. And even I'm like, okay, I have no idea what's going on right now. And my mom's like, what, what are you talking about? So she, they, they take us up into the office. There's literally Oscar. It's almost, it's an old storage room with this one lamp in the middle. <laughs> it's like a fucking one of those criminal, <laughs> those detective shows. I'm not even lying. Like it was actually like literally, it was a poorly lit room with like one or two lights. And we got to sit down on the big table. The like it's almost like a huge dinner table. The detective is at the end. Uh, not detective. I mean the security <laughs> guy. The security manager is at the end. And my mom, me and my cousin at the other end, you know? And there's like two 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 guards there. So now they start telling us, they show us the footage behind the screens. See, look what that's done. And I see my cousin, I swear I shit you not. My cousin throwing like my ice cream cup with the meat like he threw he it under the meat packaging in the frozen section <laughs> and then both of us lie like we have no idea what's going on even though the video footage is right there we're like we don't know what's going on you know and we have to sit there for like an hour just so that my mom my mom obviously is embarrassed she's angry and all this stuff right just so that my mom can force the truth out of us so that we can apologize and we can leave because the supermarket is like hey we're not gonna press any charges we're not gonna make you buy anything just apologize and you can go it was simple but we kept on lying and stuff like that and you know at that moment even when we got back home and my dad had the story he got really annoyed and got like we had a huge lecture and stuff like that in that moment i thought i was like i had that face or that plausible deniability because it's like hey i didn't do anything i just gave my cousin the trash and i looked away you know but i knew very well what was happening and it was clear that i kind of understood what was happening so i still got in trouble but we still lied about it and i'm not even really sure thinking about it till today i'm not really sure what we were expecting at that moment i guess it's one of those things where you think you know as a child you just think away you think you can get away with these things you know or you think you're so smart that people around you won't understand what's happening you know and uh yeah that was counted as shoplifting so they took 
they took pictures of my cousin and they put it up on the board. Well, how old was he? We were both like nine or ten. It was around that, oh, like nine, ten or eleven. It was around that age. I was just like, yeah. So now that that board is like known as the shoplifting or the thieves or like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Want was it a wanted board? That's like not a good way of putting it. It's like just watch out when you want when you come into the Chumi store. So they put this board in, in every one of their stores. So like yeah. now his face is like basically wanted, infamous, infamous. Jeez. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. I don't know why they didn't take a picture of me. I was able to get out of there for some reason. You know, like man, I remember when I was with my ex girlfriend. Uh, I was once texting back and forth with another girl right yeah. one of those damning damning texts and one flirting? day I went shopping and flirting yeah flirting yeah, f- yeah flirting so i i one day went shopping i left her, i left her in my apartment with my phone i just didn't go with my phone because i mean the shop was close by i didn't think i needed my phone uh-huh. so i come back home and we we're watching and i noticed the atmosphere is different but I, I didn't imagine why it was different you know yeah. So I just put on a movie and we were just watching a movie on, on my bed on the laptop. And like halfway through the movie, she asks me, who's who's so-and-so, you know, the girl's name. Uh-huh. And I just lied. I was just like, I don't know who that is. And it's like, why would I lie? Because the only way she will ask me such a question is she knew exactly what I was doing, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I still just kept lying and lying until she pulled out my phone and said, Oscar, what's this? You know, uh-huh. so like, why why do we lie in such situations? It's like you've already been caught. Like the thing with you, like they they already knew what you had done, but you still lied, right? Uh-huh. My ex girlfriend already knew that I was fighting with that girl, but I was still lying. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we? You know, it's hmm. what do you think, Jason? I I feel like I think some parts of us still thinks we can get away with it. Because maybe lying has been that thing that has gotten us gotten us out in a lot of situations, and let and let's be let's 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 be fair here. Lying can save you from quite a few situations. Lying recently kind of got me out of this like super horrible situation actually, but okay. it's not a way to live live a life. No, because no. if you lie too much, there's always that threshold. It reaches a point where like. Your, your 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 tower of lies will collapse on you. It's like building a tower of cards, and if you build too many, you know, it'll collapse eventually. You yeah, can't build yeah. a life on a on, on on a house of lies. Yeah, I, I I understand that. I understand that. But we still lie. We still lie, right? And there have been situations in my life where, by being honest, will have made the situation so much easier, right? But there's also been situations where lying would have been so much easier. The show? I, hmm. Looking, yes, yes. I mean, the, like you're right. And, and, I have and, in my life where I, I have lied, and like the outcome of that lie was actually a positive outcome. I, I want to be very clear here. I'm not advocating people should lie. I'm not. Mm. I'm not saying this as a moral argument. I'm just saying this is the reality, right? There's yeah. a reason why people keep on lying. It's because uh-huh. it is convenient. There's mm-hmm. a lot of times where it is more convenient than the truth, right? When your wife tells me, what do you think of X? How do I look with this? Or maybe we should do this. And you think that's a fucking dumb idea. It's like, you know what, but she's been treating me well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell her what I really think. I'm just going to lie and tell her everything's okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. It happens, right? Yeah. 
So <laughs> there's this guy, there's this book called Radical Honesty. Have you heard about this, this thing? Radical Honesty. It sounds similar to... I feel like someone, I think it might, it might have been Joko Willink or Jordan Peterson who had something like a similar idea or similar philosophy. But, you know, just explain the philosophy. So, like, radical honesty is a pledge to see and verbally acknowledge things exactly as they are to the best of your ability. To practice radical honesty, adapt a mindset where you are able to see and acknowledge reality. Learn to communicate to communicate what you see effectively. Make sure to approach the situation with kindness. So basically, just never lie about anything. Never, ever lie about anything. Mm-hmm. Huh. Man, that's just even thinking about it makes me nervous even thinking about it makes me nervous i so you, you should refrain from all lies even white lies even that, white lies that is like saying telling the person who's never been, who, who hasn't been going consistently to the gym to go to the gym every day it's like yeah. it's a very uphill battle you know i'd rather start by like reducing the amount of lying it, it, it goes all hand in hand with what we were doing last week you have to watch what you say first of all mm-hmm. you need to always be proactively act like proactively aware in the moment the problem is that there's too many times and i think now lately i've been okay but there's been lots of times where it's like when i'm tired i go into autopilot and when you're in autopilot that's when like you start doing shit that you're not supposed to do right or not supposed to say or not supposed to like the, the bad habits tend to come out when you're in autopilot a lot of times so staying away from autopilot that autopilot mode is like very important yeah. I do this when I'm teaching too it's like um, there's times where it's like being focused in the class it's the last class like this is the last class of the day I can go into autopilot you know and the situations where it's like oh i could have made the situation let's say it's not a really a bad thing but like if something difficult comes along it comes into like the classroom it's like or something difficult happens maybe like two kids are arguing or stuff like that i could probably avoid stuff like that if i just paid more attention you know exactly exactly so it, it goes to say in our own lives if you there's a lot of problems you can dodge or avoid if you just pay attention in the first place and not let yourself go into that like autopilot mode and just let things fly and just ride the wave. So maybe, so what you, like, it's all about attention from what you're saying. It's all about everything. Ah, uh, what's his name? Gary, Gary, what's his name? Gary Vap, Vinicek, Vinicek, his, yeah. his, his words are the best he's right now. Always be on the offense, never on the defense. Okay. Always be proactive uh, and never be yeah, try like he says it like being on the offense is the way to live life. Never mm-hmm. ever stay in that reactive mode, you know? And that's the problem. Yeah. I feel like for the longest time I've been reactive. It's only lately I've been like more proactive in what I want, what I'm trying to do and stuff like that, right? You know, I was talking to my sponsor a few weeks ago, maybe a week or two ago. Mm. And he was telling me how, like, uh, so when you stop drinking, right, 
Mm-hmm. For a while, you're riding a you're riding a pink cloud. Everything seems so wonderful. Life seems easy. You know, you're saving money. Like things just seem to be going well, right? Mm-hmm. But that's when you're cycling. You're cycling downhill, right? And when you're cycling downhill, you feel like you don't. Have, there's no necessity to pedal there. You know, to keep pedaling, right? Because you're going downhill, right? It feels comfortable. It's an easy ride. But eventually, you'll come upon an incline. And if you want pedaling when you're going down going up becomes really hard right mm-hmm. so that's that's the same thing yeah you always have to be on the on the offense right i think the same thing with gary vaynerchuk it's like even though it feels things are going easy don't rest now you have to keep pushing yeah because the challenge yeah. is right right around the corner yeah 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 because th- when the obstacle comes around trust me you want to be in that offensive mode you want to be ready for it you don't want to be on the defense it sucks being on the defense, honestly. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And when things are done, you always ask yourself, why didn't I just not be a little bit more proactive and prevent this shit, you know? It would have cost me a lot more energy. It would have cost me a lot less energy and effort in the future. If you're all about being lazy and not expending the most amount of energy, being proactive is actually a better long-time solution, I think. <laughs> How would you be proactive if you're lazy? If you're lazy, like putting, being proactive now, because the idea is like, let me just be reactive because reactive saves me. It's it's almost like this. Proact, being proactive has a bigger initial cost, but the recurring costs over time is very low. While being reactive has very low initial costs, but potentially the recurring costs of like if this difficulty or this obstacle drags out over a period of time it might make your life so much more difficult and you might end up spending so much more energy and time you know it's like i'll keep it as simple as like let's say i dodge a tax tax bill from the municipal center me being that's me being reactive it came to my doorstep i didn't actively or maybe let's say i had a problem paying it right sorry i can be i can be proactive and go to the municipal center and get it all sorted out or i can just be reactive and go and sit back and go like ah you know things will sort itself out and stuff like that and then before you know it maybe the tax bill comes back with another tax it's doubled with a fee right yeah yeah, yeah. lateness pay fee or something like that right and it's like hey this thing you could have made it gone away if you just took like a one hour trip like just took one hour out of your time to go to the municipal center and deal with those people instead of waiting for it for like another month see you got that whole month where you're like oh you know it was free from your mind but now it comes back with double the fee double the cost yeah 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 and that's just an example i think a lot of people have that kind of situation in their lives where it's like if i just put in a little bit more time a little bit more energy and just suffered a little bit more in the beginning it would have saved me a lot in the long term mm. instead you know we chose we choose to be lazy fucks and i'm guilty of that too i'm very guilty of that man i think that's how i've been living most of my life up to up until this year you know i think this is when like things like to change for me but I've, I've always been i've not always but i've mostly been a reactive kind of person with everything that i've tried to do I and think like this year trying to get better I've seen like it's not like I'm getting better now moving forward it's like getting better for me is trying to make up for all the things I failed to do in the past you know what I mean 
I think Mr. Gary put him put it nicely in one of his podcast podcasts. Mm. He said that that usually happens when life has come easy to you. Your mm. entire life, life has come to you. Well, maybe because your parents were very good parents. The people mm. around you have really been caring for you, so they've always mm. fixed things for mm. you. Mm. You yes. never had to like really struggle to get anything you want. Mm-hmm. And when he was talking about that and he talks about middle class, like middle class kids or upper, lower middle class kids, I was just like, that's basically me, actually. Yeah, exactly. He says, whether it's with university or with high school, you've never really had to struggle to get yeah. things done. You know, maybe you had to struggle a little bit, but not that much. And yeah, so you never learned yeah. the lesson of like the idea of being proactive or how important that is. And I was just like, yeah. yep, that's pretty much me. Even in university in USIU, did I actually sweat for anything? Maybe there was one project, like out of like the entire four years, I can literally count in like three, four, in one hand, yeah. one hand, how many times I can actually think about the times I sweated and actually tried to make something work. The rest of the time, man, it has just been like, let's ride the wave. It was definitely the same for me. Uh, the only thing I really cared about was finding, like getting a high GP and coming to Japan, but with everything else like even getting a high gp was pretty easy because i classes i mean school was, was pretty easy for me in high school and university mm. so i didn't really struggle so to maintain a high gp and come to japan was pretty easy but mm. once i was done with that i just totally stopped caring about school like i just totally stopped caring i was mm. done yeah mm. uh, so yeah anyway so what's the challenge yeah, hard. so we've we've gone from lying we've gone to attention we've gone to you know being proactive so what's the challenge for this week that's I, we have to help chill out with this one jason i can't come up with a challenge like this on sports try question. to this try to write down just some of the lies that you tell yourself every day I feel like not even stopping the lying just noticing yeah. the lying first of all okay, can you even okay, notice so the, the line okay 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 so the child the challenge is to write down to acknowledge all the lies you tell yourself and write them down every day i don't know for some people it might be too hard you say all of them that's i'm like at least some of them, okay, of them is good acknowledge, okay, acknowledge a lie you've told yourself in the day and write it down yeah yeah um what lie have i told myself today i feel like i should have already woke up with a lie um what lie did i tell myself Today. Actually, no, I, I woke up. I just woke up with a bit more cranky than usual because Raha woke up a lot more more times than usual last night, so I didn't get enough sleep. But I woke up, took her to give her work, ah. to school, came home to the gym. My supervisor was asking me how I'm doing today. And I, to- I mm. told him I'm all good. I'm not all good. So that was technically mm. a lie. Uh, I told them like, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing the classes today. I don't know why. I'm just trying to be positive because I'm like yeah. being positive in this situation. Hopefully it'll help me out, you know? Because mm, mm, I tell them how I really feel and like how I really don't want to go fucking work. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, no, I don't want to be negative basically. So yeah, yeah. just go and do my job and get out. So that was technically a lie. So, yeah. What lie? I don't I can't think of a lie I've told myself today. Yesterday, right. It'll come, Oscar. It always comes, right? It always comes. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I mean, by the end of the day, she'll tell myself at least one night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And with that, 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, listeners, for another week. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Oscar. And we will see you next time on another episode of Dreams X Trash Podcast. And with that, we can say good night or goodbye. Good evening. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye, guys. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day, Oscar. You too, Jason. <laughs>